4: Listen to Woke F Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast.
7: Oh
8: yeah It is the Odd Couple I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner Rob Parker We are live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios We'll do it live And Rob is actually in the Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles And Rob I have to say this Every time I see you, you know, on the Zoom, and you're in the studio, man, I just get
1: envious. Whatever, Chris. I'm like, you man, know, I
8: wish I was there. Would you stop? <laughs> I wish I had to drive all the way to the studio in L.A. traffic instead of just walking up my stairs to the second what, floor. Whatever.
1: <laughs> whatever. It's all good. Hey, <laughs> hey, wait till, my, wait till I negotiate my new contract. Just
8: wait. <laughs> hey, I'm like, as long I'm as you keep my name off of I'm, it no, and, and hey, keep
1: it, no. stop from determining where I got to go, nope, it's, it's, it's go, all good. Uh-uh, it's not going to be. It's going to be Chris. <laughs> Chris is doing A, and I'm doing B. And uh, we got a problem. <laughs> and there it is. How's that? Well, you shouldn't have put that out on
8: the air. All right. Yeah. But, but, hey, you did it, and it's, we'll see. It's all we'll good. All right.
1: But, How uh, are you? Man, I'm doing good. I'm I'm excited tonight. I have a dinner tonight with a buddy who I went to high school with, Chris. Kevin Misher. And he is a big-time movie executive. And he is... Um, he did the Scorpion King. You know, uh, how many movies did they make, Rob G? Five or six? Or how many of them? Like six. Okay. And we went to high school together at Van Buren. He's a, te- you know, a, 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 a movie and television producer. Right. And okay. uh, he used to write, Chris. He's a sports fan and sports guy. He used to write for my all-sports newspaper that I started in high school. Okay. So we haven't okay. seen each other. I, I'm not, we might have seen each other once or twice in the four years. He wasn't at years. the party in New York? No, he lives out here. He lives in L.A. Okay, okay. And so uh, we're going to get together tonight, so I'm excited. But he's, he's a big-timer. I mean, I'm, I'm a big-timer. So,
8: okay. Yep. Well, that's good, man. Cool. That's great. All right, well, let's introduce the Couple crew. It is a Worship Wednesday. We do have Plaxico Burris, Super Bowl champion. Co-host of Up on Game wow. every Saturdays here on Fox Sports Radio. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour, as he does every Wednesday. But DJ Alex Tyshirt, A.K.A. Alex the Vegan, is in the house. You should have seen
1: what he was drinking when I walked in. Oh, I, I, I almost threw up in I'm my glad. mouth.
8: I'm glad I, I I rather see it than
1: drink it. I tell Alex, you, much, I didn't know I what see was it in there. It. It. what was in that concoction? You really want to know, Rom? Yeah. What was that? Bro? Turmeric, give us a
3: ginger, look. strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, Ru- bananas, huh? apples. Rutabagas?
8: Well, hold on, hold on. I, Alex, the ones I used to have, they didn't have all that fruit in them, did they?
7: Uh no, I
9: told you I evolved okay, over a couple of years.
8: Okay, okay, now I bet they are tasty. I'm actually drinking a smoothie myself.
9: I'm saying, see, you're missing Banana, out. Banana,
8: uh, uh, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, uh, and, and spinach. Almond milk and uh a little water.
1: That's too much. So I'm
8: you. I'm as healthy as Alex. So don't, I wouldn't don't go that, get that it twisted. Nah, don't, don't, don't get, get crazy. It Alex is around
1: here with a gun show going on, Chris. You do not have a gun show going on. Oh, I got a gun show. No, you don't. You haven't
8: seen me. I saw you at the party. Yeah, but my sports coat was covering up the (laughs) gun. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) okay. It's a gun show going on, believe me.
1: Ask Mrs. Bruce off. all right? (laughs) Hey, you better be careful. She'll disappoint you and say, I don't know. Yeah, pop gun, you know what I mean? I'll ask her, and then I'll give you the Yeah, okay, Tomorrow, I'll tell you what she said. Right. Yeah, but right. uh
8: we got our man uh no, we don't Rob have a man. G, oh. the super producer, in the house. And on the updates, you heard her, Mansi Balanos. All right, Monty. So let's get into it. Let's get into this thing. Um, obviously, game six tomorrow. Warriors with a chance to close this thing out. I picked them in seven. I do, my head is telling me Boston wins. I, I'd like to see Golden State just close them out tomorrow. Um, but, you know, Boston's been resilient. I'm going to give them some credit. They have backs against the wall. They played their best best basketball. So uh, I think they probably win tomorrow and force an epic game seven. But the interesting thing is Draymond Green, uh, as he's wont to do, was talking today, of course, to the media, and he didn't hold back. That's one of the things that makes him good at broadcasting, you know, whether it's his podcast or... Whatever it may be, TNT, he'll say what's on his mind. And he said a doozy today when asked if battling these Boston Celtics is the simil- a same type of chess match as it was battling LeBron James's Cleveland Cavaliers all those years they met in the finals. Here's what he said.
10: It doesn't compare to like mentally playing against LeBron James, who I think is arguably arguably smartest guy to ever play this game. Uh, not one of, he's arguably the smartest guy to step foot on a basketball court. And so to, to say that it compares to that, it's it's, it's disrespectful to LeBron and, and it's, it's a lie to you. It is a challenge mentally because, you know, these guys are super athletic. They are super young and fast and strong. And, you know, if a guy is faster than me, how can I beat him to a spot? I have to anticipate and I have to think. So I think that's been huge in this series, but not as much of a chess match as it is when you're playing LeBron, who is dissecting every play in the computer of his in real time. Like, that's just a skill that not many people possess. All right, Rob. He, he said arguably
8: the smartest. No, didn't he, uh, then he changed it. No, well, he said arguably, I think he said arguably one of the smartest. And then he said the smartest. And then he said, no, arguably the smartest. He did say arguably twice. So I'll give him that because I don't think LeBron is the smartest player to ever play the game. I think he's one of them. And if you want to argue it, you you can make an argument. But I don't think he's the smartest. Uh, He obviously is, is a very intelligent guy off the court and on the court. He does have a photogenic memory uh, that's become Uh, well-documented. Knows the plays, not only his responsibilities on every play, but his teammates' responsibilities. Knows the opponent's play. So he's incredibly intelligent on the court. But I can't give him the title of the smartest, Rob, because I don't think dominating the ball is the smartest way to play basketball. I think the smartest way to play basketball is when you get all five guys involved and uh, you maximize, like, basically, most players on your team or all the starters on the court with you or the players on the court with you are close to maximizing their ability. And here's what I mean. The Showtime Lakers were so great because Kareem could be at the highest level that Kareem could play at. Magic could play at the highest level he could play at. And Worthy, James Worthy, could play at the highest level they could play at. In Miami, LeBron played at probably the highest level or close that he could play at. Dwayne Wade had to step back and be about 80% of the player he could be. I, I wrote an article about that, and Wade thanked me for it. Eric Sposter read it to the team about the sacrifice that I said Wade had made, and it was true. And Chris Bosh, Rob, became a role player. And it's the same thing in Cleveland. Kevin Love wasn't at his best playing with LeBron. And so that's why, not saying he's, obvi- he's obviously a smart player, but I could not say the smartest player that we've ever seen.
1: If he's so smart, how come he's lost so many times in the finals? Oh, no, I'm just saying.
8: No, oh. I, I'm just
1: <laughs> You took it to another level. Well, I mean, it's just like I get it. You know, Draymond's friends with LeBron. He idolizes him. He admires him. But it's always over the top, and I, and I think this is one of those moments, and I think you, one of the points you brought up is a good point, and – um, that's not to say that he's not smart. Right, he's obviously to, a smart. Right, player. that's not what we're saying. But I just think, you know, the and, and yes, even throwing in the uh, arguably, just it just seems to be a little over the top all the time when it comes to LeBron. As if he hasn't done anything wrong, he's won everything. He's, you know what I mean. Like I don't think he's had that career. He's had a great career, but he hasn't done everything right, and everything hasn't worked out. And there are people will say sometimes they'd rather have LeBron at, at, with the basketball than some of the guys he's given it up to, you know, like in moments and situations. Right. That's all. So I think, um, I think Draymond has an affinity for LeBron. And, he clearly and he does. Just, no matter what he says, no matter, whenever LeBron comes up, it's the greatest compliment you could ever give somebody. That's So after a while, it is what it is. You know, you just have to accept Well, it. I think one of... And we all know that LeBron has done
8: tremendous things off the court. But I think one of, one of the ways LeBron, one of the ways his intelligence is manifested is in his marketing, Rob. And his ability to make it seem like everything he's doing is kind of the first time or the greatest time. <laughs> like, he's got a school in Akron. I've been there. But he's phenomenal. not the first one to do he's it. He's not the first right. and, not, and certainly not the only one. Jalen Rose has a school. In Detroit. Right? David Robinson had a school in San Antonio right. long before Brown was even in the league. And so, but you would think the way it's, and it's not even just LeBron. He's got a, obviously a machine behind him. They get the broadcasters there. But it comes off like it's the first time, and and it's the only and, time, and, and, right? And
1: that's e- smart. Even even the player mobility that Chris they talk about, that you t- we talk about it all the time. It it almost happened with way before LeBron with Grant Hill, uh, when at Tracy McGrady and uh, David Robinson. I mean, I mean Tim Duncan. When they almost right. went to Miami, they were free agents. They, they nobody, nobody made us think about it because they were free agents. They could go wherever they want. It wasn't some plan to try to circumvent the league and to try to, uh, uh, you know, um, what is it, to stack the deck so that he could well, win. Well, it was. It was no. I mean, it, but it didn't come off like. I mean, they wanted to. Play.
8: But I don't think why. Did, so, so let me ask you this. I think the difference. I don't think those were players getting together, meeting. Talking, that's hey, just coming come together. Okay. That's I was what I mean. It's a little different. They thing. were doing it, it kind of independently. Right. Like, hey, we would be awesome, but Orlando, I, there was no
1: Right. Orlando has money. Teams, they had room right. for all three of them, Chris. You know it was a thing right. like that. It wasn't like, oh, no, if we all get together, man, we're going right. to win okay. the, the next eight championships or go to the finals every but year. But that's where
8: LeBron's LeBron. is different. So I thought you were going to say he – he did invent that, so to speak.
1: Yeah, no, that part. But I'm just saying, free agency's always been around. You could always move around. Well, of course. Right. But, but no, no, I mean, he gets credit for the
8: player-generated super team. And so I do think that's different from what was happening before that. But also, Rob, like, I think LeBron is one of the – he's clearly been one of the smartest players off the court. Like I looked it up today, right we know recently he became a billionaire, right? you guess how much money he's made playing basketball
1: I don't know, I have no idea four hundred million
8: close three hundred eighty five million
1: okay I just guess so
8: he has turned that three hundred eighty five million into a billion. That is incredible and it's smart. however magic Johnson Rob. Made thirty nine million dollars playing basketball, and he's a billionaire. He's worth between six and seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's incredible. Because that, 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 that's incredible, right. Right. right? So again, obviously, LeBron has been. Great and smart with his money,
1: but but to go, but from, Magic has to thirty nine million. It's not, right. He's
8: not the only one.
1: Right, thirty nine million to uh, six or seven hundred thousand a million, six or seven hundred million is incredible, Chris. Really. Right,
8: and, and right and Magic opened up businesses, the Magic Johnson Theaters. He did them in in you yeah. know in Harlem, African American right. neighborhoods. There's right, one on one hundred twenty fifth Street. Yep, yep. Um, so so my point is just that kind of backing up what you said that. LeBron is certainly worthy of great accolades and respect and compliments, but oftentimes when people talk about LeBron, they talk about like he's the first or the only one to ever do these things. Uh, Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. He's not. Magic has been just as brilliant in terms of multiplying his money. Um, and, and, And other players have been smart players. I think Magic Johnson probably, Rob, off the top of my head, I would say he was probably the smartest player
1: ever. Yeah, probably. I mean, because he was in business right away and he was smart. And even He I, I, didn't try to take over the team. No. He knew it was Kareem's the
8: guy. And I do think LeBron would have been that had he joined the Shaq. So, you know, that might have been the case there. But I, I think Magic clearly, just you look at the way he played, he was incredibly smart on the basketball court. We're going to throw it out to you guys, though. Draymond Green says LeBron is, I'll throw in arguably. I don't know if he meant arguably, but I'll throw it in there. But the smartest player ever. Do you think LeBron is the smartest basketball player on the court that there's ever been? Your turn to weigh in with The Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
11: absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
6: Hi. Checking in for
11: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, it is the
8: iCouple. We're brought to you by AutoZone. They got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service, and with more than fifty-six hundred locations across the nation. AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in on whether or not LeBron James is the smartest
1: NBA player ever. Chris, leadoff home run for guess who? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, (laughs) number 25. Chris, is he going to hit 60 this year in his, in his contract year? You sound like such a fan. Wow. 25 home runs on June You sound 15th? like Draymond Green talking about LeBron. Do I? No, I don't. <laughs> I can't believe he's hit that many home runs so far. It's amazing. All right. Uh, let's do it. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, J- uh, RJ, I should say, in Charlotte, you're on The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up?
9: What's going on guys? How are you what's up, man? Can't complain, can't complain. Enjoy listening to you guys show, man, on the commute home from work. Thank you. Thank you. But here's what I got here's what I got on the uh topic. I really do think that Brian is uh is a guy who is the smartest uh basketball player, you know, of all time. On court at least. Um I think when you talk about magic, I felt like magic was just that guy. Like he just had the ability to you know, work with his guys and be able to get open looks and things of that nature, and I felt For like his was teammates more him just passing the ball what what was um, that I said I feel like magic was just more like a natural gifted guy in terms of being able to you know just feel his teammates and how to get them open and how to you know get into certain spots and just but isn't money. that
8: basketball intelligence? For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, what, like, what, and tell what us what makes yeah, him, I was gonna the say most Right. What what, yeah. what do
1: you give me? Why you think you think that? Because I'd like to know what What has what he yeah, done? For, for, and give me examples.
9: So I'll give you Bron. So when you think about Bron, and Amon Shepard did a, a great podcast where he was uh, talking about like how Bron will call out players' percentages, uh, the different defensive schemes that coaches have. He'll come in and. Uh, You know, know all the playbook, know, hey, this coach, he coached at such-and-such university. This is the tendencies that he likes to do, and he'll go and basically predicate the whole game plan uh, based off that, not only on the offensive side, but also on the defensive side of the ball. And this has been consistently for, you know, pretty much his whole career. And uh, you can hear that from his teammates' testimony, and I feel like ultimately – that's with him. How, I don't com, think how, come he hasn't, how come he
1: hasn't won more than in the finals? Say it again? How come he hasn't won more in the finals?
9: I mean, it's a, it's ultimately a team game. I feel like basketball IQ is going to get you to a certain okay. You know, point. Okay, I'm just
1: asking you. Okay, great.
8: Thank you. I think LeBron is one of the smartest, and he brought up a lot of stuff. But like I said, Rob, I think the smartest way to play basketball is – five-man ball. And I get it. Your teammates might not be as good. But Golden State, Rob, they win these two. If they win this year, you're going to look at the two championships with Steph without Kevin Durant, and you're not going to be like, oh, the talent was overwhelming. You look at San Antonio with Tim Duncan, you don't say, oh, the talent was overwhelming. They played smart basketball. Now, I don't think that's the brainchild of Steph or Tim Duncan. I think that was their coaches instituting that system. But that, to me, is smart—a smarter way to play than kind of one guy dominating the action and being the system.
1: All right, let's squeeze in Al in North Carolina. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Al?
9: Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm back.
1: All right, where you been, man?
9: I'm gonna I'm go ahead and continue off of my topic last night on the "What Are You Mad At" segment. When I said LeBron James is tricking the American people,
11: oh right, this you want trash talking? This in line with
9: what I was saying last night. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know all of this stuff about Michael Jordan being the smartest, and we didn't. This stuff is put out there. Certain things are put out there. LeBron James does certain things in the public eye to try to make you think a certain way about him. Kobe Bryant was one of the smartest basketball players ever. You know what I'm saying? You seem to show detail. He he probably could do the same thing LeBron James could do. He wasn't as vocal about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Michael Jordan, you think about all these all-time great players. We can't just sit here and say LeBron James is the smartest just because he went on the press conference and told you everything that happened. You know what I'm right. saying? No, like, I, got I get, you. I That's get where you're going. That's I, I get and where let you're going. I think
8: some me, of it is social. We're going to let you. Yep. Relax. All right, he's, you can't talk over us. Uh, We'll let you make your points. But I think some of that, though, Rob, is so, the social media age. Yeah. You know, like, and we know more about all the players than we used to, yeah. including Kobe. Like, even Kobe wasn't really in this. Social media. No, no, no. You know? He was old enough so, yeah. that he
1: missed it. Like right. he wasn't into that. Right. right. No doubt about it.
8: So I think that's part of it. But he's. It's what we were saying earlier, Rob. Like, yeah, LeBron's got great marketing. Right.
1: You know. He's we got know a lot marketing. more, but yep. uh, uh, like, like, like you said, like especially with the school. Oh, uh, uh, Jalen Rose's school was up and running way before yep. LeBron's. Like, yep. like, yep. oh, look, LeBron opened a school in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, Jalen Rowe well, did ESPN it in Detroit. was there, remember that? Right, he did. Right. Well, again, smart on
8: his part, but he's not the only one to do it. All right, we got Plaxico Burrs joining us in a few
7: minutes, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: Thank you. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest is a Super Bowl champion co-host of Up On Game. That's every Saturday here at Fox Sports Radio. And old-school hip-hop connoisseur, our man, Plaxico Burris. What's Yo. up, brother? Yo, what's up, man? What's up? Gentlemen, gentlemen,
10: gentlemen. What's going on, baby?
8: How are you? We are good, man. We are good. Now, let's get right to it. we get getting to you a little bit late. Um, you were a receiver, a great receiver in the league. And Tyreek Hill, you know, he's going to Miami. And he's just running off at the mouth. I don't know if you saw the latest plaques, but he said that uh, Tua, his new quarterback, Tunga Viola in Miami, is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Now, what is his motivation? Maybe he thinks that. He really believes that, and you can say yay or nay on that. But why do you think he's doing this type of stuff, saying all this stuff?
10: Man, first and foremost, everybody outside in the public and Tyreek Hill, including himself, they know that Tua Tungvalua, is not a more accurate quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. But you know what? He's giving his man his flowers. He's bigging him up. He, he's building his confidence. But the only two characteristics that those two guys share between Patrick Mahomes and, and Tua is that they played a quarterback position. <laughs> Accuracy has been one of the main things that has hindered Tua to even being in the top 20 quarterback talk as being, he's not even elite. Right. But now you're talking about being more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Everybody knows it's a B.O.B. It's a bunch of baloney. But he's there going go. to a new organization. He's going to a new team. So he's going to give his quarterback all the confidence that he needs, even though that he knows that he will never be a Patrick Mahomes. But that's the guy that feeds him. One hand washes the other, so he has to build to help build the quarterback
1: confidence. That's wait a minute, I, wait a minute I, Plax. That. I, I That that doesn't make sense to me. You can say absolutely some, no. You can say something nice, but if the guy isn't an accurate quarterback, why would you step out there and put that out there? You could you could obviously say, "Hey, I like him. I like the way he plays." There's a lot of stuff you could say to to pump your guy up. But if he's not accurate, why would you say he's he's more accurate? I mean, I don't. Why would you put yourself I mean, look, out there in that so, in that so, vein? So, hey.
10: So, Tua has been throwing to Devontae Parker, who has been one of the best third-down receivers in the NFL over the last five years. He has he, he has not shown accuracy. I've always stepped up and defended Tua. I think he throws one of the best deep, ball, deep balls in all of football. He did it in Alabama, and he's doing it in the pros. But as far as accuracy, leading the wide receiver away from coverage, putting the ball where the only wide receiver can get it, those are the things that we have not seen from tour, maybe because he has Jalen Waddle and he has the cheetah and third person as he first himself that they will create so much separation that he can't miss but him putting those, putting those balls in tight coverage we haven't seen that, but he has the speediest most explosive wide receiver trio that we've ever seen in all of football. Everybody's wanting 4-3 and under. Maybe they are creating so much separation. Do what can't miss.
8: Yeah, you right. hey, he's got no excuse this year, I'll tell you that much. All right, let's go to yeah. Kyler Murray. Uh, he obviously wants more money. Cliff Kingsbury, the coach, said he hopes he gets paid, you know, before training camp starts. Do you? I think Kyler wants to get paid because he would. If he waited a year, he'd get more money next year. Um, but I think his urgency about wanting to get paid, and maybe the Cardinals' hesitancy, is that he's small and he could get injured. But let me ask you Man. this: As a receiver, does does is there a difference when the quarterback is small? I mean, he's one of the smallest ever played a position. Does that affect the receiver at all?
10: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember I remember a couple of times uh, uh we played in the preseason back in 05 and 06, and Eli played a couple of snaps and I remained in the game just to really, you know, uh, you know, gather the offense and we put in a guy named Tim Hausback, And Tim was maybe, I don't know, maybe six feet. And I remember we in like a sixteen yard dig route and I when I when I made the break to look for the ball, I couldn't see the quarterback but the ball just came out of nowhere. <laughs> What? And it's like one of those things. Like, right. the quarterback? Because as a wide receiver, when, you, when you're looking for the ball, you look for the quarterback first. Right. And I couldn't see the quarterback. And, and, and for, I think for the first time in my life, I understood the significance of being able to see the quarterback and to see what he was looking at and read the defense and, and make a play on the football. When you just run down the football field, you just see the ball come out of nowhere. The quarterback. It, trust me, it makes a big difference when you have a when you have a Ben Roethlisberger and an Eli man standing in the pocket at six 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 and a half, to where you can see to where the ball is going. But but for Kyler Murray, I don't know why he's so anxious to get a new contract. You have to go out and prove that you're an elite quarterback. I understand he's seeing all his colleagues get all this money. You know Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and all these guys getting paid. But based off of his last playoff game, he has to go out and perform. He has to go out and show us and himself, you know, the quarterback that deserves $40 million a year. Hey, right.
1: Let, let's, let, me, let me end on this. Uh, Bruce Smith, the Hall of Famer.
10: My guy. Okay. From, from, oh, the from my hometown. Okay. But why, South yo, South yo, South are you, okay. All right. Okay. So why,
1: why is it kind of classless to belittle somebody else's? Uh, playing career, Tony Baselli uh, is trying to get in the Hall of Fame, and I get it. I mean, to go public and and belittle another player's career is that cool or well? I I don't get that part. You know, like he's in the Hall of Fame. Why do you care who else gets in?
10: Uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't hear I didn't hear about the whole Bruce and Tony Baselli. But uh, I will say this: uh, we as performers and and players in any league. Like we know who the real ones are, because we we played against them, we compete against them, and we know who the real players are. And my estimation, Tony Muscelli is arguably second best left tackle to play the game behind Jackie Slater. I really believe that.
1: Mm. Well, and, well, and, and, but but that's what's so weird is that Bruce Smith just demolished his career like he was a scrub.
10: Tony Tony Buscelli is not a scrub. I remember one game when Tony was and the Jacksonville Jaguars were playing against uh, the the Tennessee Titans in '99 and, and and Tony Macelli had basically he had a separated shoulder and he basically blocked Javon Curse, who was an all first team All Pro with one arm. And I sat there and I watched it. He's Hall of Fame worthy. He's he's a, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Why why Bruce would jump out and say that? I have no idea because I don't think that they had the opportunity to play against each other. But I do believe that Tony Bocelli is arguably arguably the best left tackle of all time. My number one left tackle is Jackie Slater. All
8: right, all right, that's our man. Plaxico Burr, is dropping nine. Man, no basketball tonight, man. No, what what, you don't have time? We don't have time. We don't have time. Who was your pick? Who was your pick? I don't remember.
1: Was it Warriors or Celtics? That's why go he want
10: All right. Go back okay, and play the Okay, that's why Chris. you want to talk. That's why I want to talk. play the tape.
1: All right, let's go to the
10: radio all right. tape.
8: All right. That's cool. We'll get it. We'll talk about it next after, week after next it's week. over.
1: Yep. All, all
10: right.
8: After all Boston right, comes back, okay? All
10: right. Yeah.
8: That's <laughs> our man Plaxico Burst. Check him out every Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio on Up on Game. All right. Kyler Murray might not deserve the big payday yet, but there's a good reason for giving it to him. We'll get into that next. I couple. Fox Sports Radio.
7: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
11: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
8: All right, it's the iCouple. And if you are a value customer, you need to get with one of our sponsors. It's Discover, because they believe that you deserve simple gestures of appreciation when you have a credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover Exceptionally Common Sense. You can learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. It is time, folks, for Sheckle City.
7: Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. We'll again.
8: All right. Rob Parker will be in in a moment with his picks for
1: tonight. Rob, Sheckle City is ready. What you got? All right. Sheckle City, of course. I'm not telling you who to bet on. Uh, I'm just telling you who I bet on. But, Chris... Let's start here. All baseball games, no basketball. Uh, I do have the Nationals beating the Braves. The Braves have won 13 in a row. This is going to be the night. (laughs) I don't care. I got the money line, Nationals money line. Also, Yankees with the money line over the Rays. They currently lead 1-0. And the Blue Jays with the money line over the Orioles. So I have all money lines on my uh, parlay. Nationals, Yankees, Blue Jays. And, of course, Sheckle City not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. But remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on.
8: All right. There you have it. Sheckle City's picks for the night run the opposite (laughs) way. No. All right. We talked about this Kyler Murray situation. He wants his big deal now after three years in the league. And you and I have both agreed for the past, you know, month or so however long it's been now what two months maybe since he came out and said he wanted a new deal we were against it um but the more i think about it the i still have you know kyler has not been patrick mahomes by any stretch of the imagination or joe burrow right so i i got some questions i'm not sure he's gonna be a superstar quarterback But he has made a couple Pro Bowls. He has led them to the playoffs. They have improved every year under him. He was horrible in that playoff game, but he's a young guy. He was bad. He was bad. And here's the clincher. If If the Cardinals go ahead and pay him now, Rob, which we both think, yeah, it's premature. But if they wait and pay him next summer... It's just gonna be that much more. So if you feel like, okay, look, he's not perfect, but he's our quarterback and we can win with him, then you might as well pay him. If you and he's probably gonna be there, right? Like if they, if they, if if he ended up not being their quarterback going forward, don't you think that
1: hurts? You're kind of starting all over. Yeah, and we we've, we've already seen this. We saw it in Dallas. We we I kept saying, right. "What are the Cowboys doing?" And that's why I didn't think they believed in them cuz Chris, it only cost you more. It wound up costing them a ton of money to wait. Didn't that right. da, didn't Dak Prescott make like 70 million, you know, with the 75 bonus million right last on year. one year because of them waiting and then he got his big signing bonus? And then his contract—it was like he made the seventy-five talk, Rob, million. It was just like ridiculous. When the talk began, the question
8: is: Would you give him like 27, right. million, 27 20 or twenty-eight, 28 million? Right. right? He ended up getting forty. Cause so you're rated. right, and he's not great. I think he's good. Well, I think you can win with him. That remains to be seen. Can you win the ultimate prize with him? We don't but know. We don't he's know. He's still good enough where it's like, you know what? We'll go with this guy, and we don't have to be looking for a quarterback every year. Right? And I think that's probably where Arizona will be at with Kyler Murray. So it's like, you know what? Let's pay him. You're right, Rob. They should be looking at that Dak Prescott situation and saying, you know what? Don't Let's do, pay this. Him Let's yeah. do this. Let's not do this. Right. Because, I mean, look, if you pay him, I don't know. I mean, I think he'll be their quarterback, but I guess you can always trade a guy.
1: If he, You, you can know. always move on, I mean, if, yeah. if it's really bad, but it's only going to cost you more money. So I, I'm with you.
8: All right, it is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, on a Worship Wednesday. We got two hours left, so you know what to do. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio.